Morning After with Nick and Big J. No matter what anybody says, you can't say it's not a Wednesday, the 26th day of August 2020. Happy Wednesday to all of you. Happy birthday, Radio's Big J. Yeah, I made it. How does it feel, dude? 44, man. 40 bleeping four. It's weird. It doesn't feel like a birthday, but... How come? I don't know, because there's a lot more things going on around life lately. Yeah, yeah, there is a lot of things happening. But, you know, that's, I suppose that could be, I mean, around your life in particular? Yeah. Because the kids are out of the house and... Oh, man, it's a whirlwind. Uh, July was a whirlwind, man. In August, I guess, for the most part. Yeah, because August is pretty much over. Any birthday plans? Uh, no, we're gonna just going to go over to my uh, daughter's house, and she's making dinner. She's making seafood paella. Very nice. So. You were looking forward to that. Yep. Yeah, the last couple of days. And so uh, that's going to happen. Have you received any gifts? No, 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 no gifts. I'm sorry. You're not going to receive anything from me either because that's the okay. things that I had uh, will not be here in time. Uh, that's okay. You know what? It's uh, I have the gift of life right now. That's how Aww. I feel. So honestly, dude, the way, uh, the way, I mean, just just being around and being able to come to work and, and being past some stuff that I was is his birthday present enough for me. Well, happy 44th birthday, my friend. Thanks, man. Hopefully it is a uh, good one. Do you uh, can you at least bolt out of here somewhat early today? So you don't have to yeah, be stuck yeah. around here all day. Okay. Yeah, good. That's that's at least take that small victory. Enjoy and play some fight simulator or uh, or Call of Duty or uh, however you spend your. I haven't time. played Call of Duty since we didn't have a couch. It's been a couple weeks. So it's well, it's coming on Friday, right? Yeah. All right. Well, and back at her on Friday. Then enjoy your uh, your flight simulator. Uh, and have yourself a, a good a good birthday. And hopefully we will have a good birthday show for you. Uh, what we have planned for you includes Big J movie review time. He watched a movie called Trumbo last night. We'll see if it was any good with his uh, wrap-up of a streaming dumbass coming up later on this hour. Of course, Metallica Week continues here on The Morning After. A couple of Metallica-themed prizes over the course of the show today, including another pass to go see them at the Terrace Drive-In in Caldwell on Saturday. A carload of people and friends for pack of the SNM 2 downloads coming your way with Pop Culture Smackdown and then we got our hands on a Blu-ray for Metallica's SNM 2 that we will give you as well over the course of the show today so hopefully it will be a good Wednesday we'll get it started with some music here's the offspring to kick things off it's the kids aren't alright on the X-Rocks in the news today on the morning after with Nick and Big J well, after a couple of weeks of pretty good news and numbers from the coronavirus reporting stuff here in the state of Idaho, we got hit with some bad news yesterday. Uh, some of the highest numbers we've seen in over two weeks around these parts. State of Idaho and local health districts reported 13 new deaths yesterday. That ties the state record for most deaths in a single day. Uh, the pandemic death totals now at 328 here in Idaho. And then we added a total of 400 new confirmed and probable cases. Again, another two-week high for us. We were you know, floating around that 200, 250 mark, which was really good, but uh, we're back above 400 now. Treasure Valley continues to be the state's hotspot. One of the new cases, or of the new cases, 67 were in Ada County, 65 in Canyon County. So the Treasure Valley continues to be the leader. Of course, that's where most of the population is, so that kind of trickles down that way and kind of makes sense, but it sucks after seeing those numbers the last couple of weeks where you're like, okay, things might be turning around, and then we go ahead and have that happen. We have another spike here on Tuesday. We'll see how the numbers maybe level out today or not. Who knows? We had a no-hitter last night in baseball, Big J. 
Oh, man. Chicago White Sox pitcher Lucas Giolito threw a new hitter last night. It's the first of the coronavirus shortened season in a 4-0 win over the Pirates. Struck out 13 batters, fell short of a perfect game with a fourth inning walk. That's it. No hits, one walk over nine innings. Normally, the home field fans in Chicago would be wildly cheering, but instead, his no-hitter came before empty stands and was celebrated only by his teammates. But still, a no-hitter's a no-hitter, right? Yeah. We talked about how weird it would be if uh, something like that happened in uh, this particular thing, and it was I wouldn't say it was actually all too weird at all, but its uh, it certainly is, is strange. We talked about... You know, because they're doing, you know, doubleheaders are only seven innings now. And there's a lot of doubleheaders on the schedule. And we talked about how, like, you know, what if there's no hitter through seven, right? Does it still count as a no hitter? And the answer is yes, it absolutely does. Uh, But this is a true nine inning no hitter. So real as real could be the first of the season. Congratulations to Lucas and the Chicago White Sox for getting that done. Tim Allen and Richard Karn are going to reunite, Big J. Do you care? Yeah, man. I love History Channel. Uh, Home Improvement was the show that they first were together on, but the comedians are teaming back up for a competition series on history titled Assembly Required. It has been greenlit for 10 episodes. The show will spotlight on the brightest builders from across the country as they breathe new life into everyday household items, desperate need of fixing. So this is basically like, um, what do they call that? Like the Man uh, up instructions. The flea market, <laughs> the flea market flip is essentially what they're going to be. Uh, doing, but in everyday housing items. Uh, why it's on the History Channel, I'm not exactly sure, but uh, whatever works, works, I Well, suppose. it sounds like they're building things. Uh, correct. Correct. But that would be more like an HGTV well, thing. Well, Fortune and Fire. I mean, so I think it makes sense. Yeah, well, I mean, Ooh, but ah, Fortune ah. and Fire, Blacksmith has got a, a role in history, I suppose the Carpenters do as well. But either way, uh, I, I will say this, though. Uh, Richard Carnes is a terrible host, so whatever you can do to make Tim Allen the, the centerpiece of that would probably be the smartest way to go there. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 6 o'clock hour. That is Theory of a Dead Man. Nothing could come between us. Your send nude song of the day here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. Yesterday, right around this time, Big J selected a movie called Trumbo to watch and review for you, starring Brian Cranston. Hey, Big J, how was Trumbo? Yeah, let's start off with talking about Brian Cranston here for a second. He is such an amazing actor. I mean, I don't... It's hard to believe this was Hal in Malcolm in the Middle. I mean, that part was so dumb. I always hated that character. Uh, but Brian Cranston is is really an amazing actor. And anything you see him in, he's going to be great. And it's probably going to be a pretty good movie. And that's what you get here with Trumbo, obviously based on a true story about uh, the uh, the blacklisted 10, Nick. The uh, the, the Back in, in the, the 50s and 60s, uh, McCarthyism and, and just, you know, people who who had uh, aligned themselves uh, with communism, did not have a good time. It was not an easy time. It was difficult, and Trumbo was one of those uh, people. He was a writer, uh, movie screenplay writer, very successful, actually, at the top of his game, but also uh, he was uh, a communist, and he uh, had no problem saying that and got caught up in a bunch of political stuff, obviously, when you take stance like that, Nick, and uh, he got blacklisted by Hollywood with a bunch of his friends, and uh, that's what this movie movie is about and how uh, he and his family persevered through that time um, uh, you know often uh, being uh, having to write under a, a different name in fact uh, after he spent some time in prison he got out and started writing uh, movies for a B movie company and under pseudonym names some of them by the way two of them while he was blacklisted Nick uh, won Oscars for screenplay 
Huh. And uh, it, uh, things came to a head, of course, uh, later uh, when uh, um, he wrote Spartacus and Kirk Douglas uh, vouched for him and uh, kind of broke the, the back of the whole anti-communist thing happening in Hollywood at that time. So uh, very interesting, very historical. I, I think it's there's, you know, there's not a lot of, I mean, uh, falsities in this. So, so, you know, you get that picture of what happened during that time. Was it enjoyable? Yeah, I mean, it. you know, I, 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 the subject matter, uh, you know, some I, I somewhat uh, I get and understand. And, and But the movie, the way it's presented, it was great. It was a good movie, and you sh- there should be no reason for you not to want to watch this. Especially for Brian Cranston and his, um, his performance. This is great. I can't remember. Who else was in it? Anybody else who know? Yeah, uh, just briefly, while well, Louis C.K. Uh, is in here, plays one of uh, Trumbo's really good friends. Uh, you've got Alan Tunick, uh, of course, and um, John Goodman. So uh, you've got several people. Diane Lane. Helen Mirren is really good in it as well. Uh, so some people you know. Some star sure. power. Yeah. But is it all just a straight-up drama presented pretty heavy and uh, and in your face, or is there no, some light some, moments? There's some light moments in there. Obviously, it's uh, you know it's not just a, about the politics side of it. It's about the, the writing and the Hollywood side of it as well. Uh, there's a fella in here, and I have to f- figure out who it is because John Wayne played a pivotal role uh, during this whole thing, and uh, he did a great a great John Wayne uh, in this movie. But I, I don't remember who that guy was. It's uh-huh. not somebody. Waha, exactly. Oh, D- J- David James Elliott. Little David James Elliott. All right. Never heard of him. Uh, but is it Big J approved? Approved. Trumbo. Big oh, the J. guy who started in Jag. Huh? <laughs> Says it's worth your time. So check it out. It is streaming now on Netflix. If you're looking for a movie to watch this weekend or later on this week, it may be one that you actually seek out and enjoy like Big J did. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Oh, Big J, a new study confirms that it's not what you know, but who you know that leads you to success. Researchers found that people that had large and loosely connected social networks have an easier time acquiring information, while smaller, tighter networks amplify some peer pressure. Oh. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's nice if you have a big, long net that you can cast out. It gives you an opportunity to maybe, you know, figure out if there's other stuff out there. But the tighter, more introverted you are, specifically when it comes to social networking, it gives you a bit of a disadvantage. Researchers say that in uncertain work environments where high-risk, high-reward projects are the norm, access to information via large, loose social networkings helps workers gauge which projects are worth taking on, so that helps them as well. That kind of explains you, Big J, large and loose, right? Not too loose. Not these days. Just loose enough. Uh, And it's helped you get ahead, yes? I I don't know about that. (laughs) It's helped me stay mediocre. (laughs) Well, listen, that's the best we can hope for these days. On the hardwood, the Denver Nuggets beat the Utah Jazz 117-107. Utah still leads that series three games to two. Clippers... Hung another 150 points on the Mavericks, 154 to 111. Los Angeles up 3 to 2 in that series as well. On the ice, Tampa Bay evened up their series with Boston thanks to a 4-3 overtime victory, and the Canucks beat the Vegas Golden Knights 5 to 2. That series also evened up, had one apiece in the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. If you care, the West Wing cast is coming back together for a special episode on HBO Max. Just what we need. The show's creator, Aaron Sorkin, announced the move, saying it will also serve as a push to get people to vote in the upcoming election. 
It is called a West Wing special, The Benefit, when we all vote. It will drop on HBO Max this fall. Rob Lowe, Dulé Hill, Allison Janney, Janelle Maloney, Richard Schiff, Bradley Whitford, Martin Sheen are all reprising the roles for this special episode. And it does make sense. You know, it is a political drama. Therefore, getting people to try to register to vote or urge them to vote is a big deal. And so I suppose if they're going to get together for any reason, it might as well be for that. I never watched any of the West Wing, did you? Why would you? Why would you watch it? Well, I mean, I guess I like Aaron Sorkin somewhat. Sure, but I mean, it's... <laughs> Listen, I, the reason I didn't watch it isn't because probably it was probably great. It's got a great cast, but, you know, I'm pretty uh, politically cynical, and so there, I have no interest in watching. It's one of the reasons why I never really got into Veep, even though Veep is very funny, very satirical. Um, and, and, and the episodes I've seen are great. It's just I don't want to even think about that area of our lives. The politics in any role it's just, does not interest you. It's, yeah, it's just not something I want to really have to deal with. Even if it's in a escapism funny way? Yeah. And making fun of it? Yeah, sure. Weird. I know. But, uh, well, listen, I never watched The West Wing. It was never, I mean, the, the, I don't know, man. I, I can't remember the last time I watched like an honest-to-goodness network hour-long drama for a regular... I mean, maybe it was like the first season of Grey's Anatomy back in the day. Uh, or ER before that. Sure. But like, I, I just... It's just one of those things where it was like it never really... It doesn't really speak to me. It never really did. But I know it had lots of fans and I know people were geeked. I know it won a bunch of awards. So to get the cast back together and the original one at that for a special in HBO Max... Uh, it seems to be the uh, the new norm right now, and it seems to be the hot thing, and so it's all happening. So if you are an HBO Max subscriber and a fan of the West Wing, something to look forward to for you. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Marathon Iowa is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. And it's, listen, kids, drugs are bad. You understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah. Specifically, uh, methamphetamine, not a great drug. Uh, You shouldn't do it, not even once, as they say in the commercials, you know? And it is one of those deals where it can lead to some really, really bad things, which is exactly what happened with Jordan Walbaum of Spencer, Iowa. It led to some really bad things. But when you get through with this story, you might be scratching your head going, hang on a second, but maybe it's... It's also doing some insane things. So what happened was uh, Jordan Walbump of Spencer, Iowa, got into an altercation with police on Saturday, right? Uh, Not great. Got arrested. Got out on Monday of this week and decided about two hours after he got off that or got out of jail that it was time to it was time to steal the truck. You know, just got out of jail. Might as well make himself feel pretty good. Joyride. Grab some meth and steal a truck. And so that's exactly what he did. He stole a Chevy pickup from Spencer, Iowa. Unfortunately for Jordan, it was right in the view of the owner of the Chevy pickup, and so he called it in right away. Next thing you know, investigators were able to track Walbaum using the stolen pickups OnStar GPS. Hello, Big J. This is OnStar. Where would you like to go? Let's go where the meth is. Uh, Woo! Of course. <laughs> do not understand. Of course, Jordan did refuse to stop once authorities showed up, and he led authorities on a chase on Westward Highway 10. 
During the chase, uh, Wallbaum was observed throwing items out of the vehicle. They later identified those items as a bunch of methamphetamine and different drug paraphernalia. So he's trying to get rid of evidence, you understand? Eventually, after about 30 minutes, Wallbaum entered an alleyway in Marathon, but authorities were able to lock him inside the vehicle using the OnStar control, right? Hey, magic. That's an OnStar can do. Now he's stuck inside the vehicle. What do you do, right? You get out and run. How? The doors are locked. Oh, oh man, they got him trapped in there. Yeah. But according to police, Wallbaum did panic. What did he do? He jumped out the window. He rolled down the window and jumped out the window while the car was still moving. It's guess, awkward. Guess what happens next? He gets run over by the vehicle. 100% correct. <laughs> Legs get stuck under the vehicle, run over in the process. Oh, the vehicle God. was still in drive and it continued onward to hit two other cars and crashed into a garage. <clears throat> Significant damage is done. Oh, Here's man. the amazing thing. Runs over his legs, right? My legs. Dude gets up and still able to escape on foot for a little bit. Ah, he fled on foot after running Meth over his power. both legs. Yeah. Now, he didn't get far. He tried. He broke into a nearby home, and the cops were able to get inside and grab him there. But he had to be transferred to a hospital for treatment with two very badly broken legs that this guy still ran on because of meth. Legend. He's a legend now in the prison that he's going back to. No other injuries were reported under the broken sticks of poor Jordan. And so we've got a real situation here. And he's going to be hospitalized for a little bit. And then, yes, he'll be transferred over to jail. But, I mean, it's got to be some crazy-ass drugs you're on. If you run over yourself with a car, break both of your legs, and you get up and start running like you're some sort of Terminator. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> dun 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 dun. I mean, holy bleep. Oh, man. Don't what do a time drugs. to be alive. <laughs> Don't do drugs. Also, you know, in order to, I mean, the the window wasn't the way to go. Well, I mean, what else can you do? You, you, what you're going to do here is kick out the windshield and you jump out that way. All right. So you can clear the vehicle. I'll say this, too. You know, putting it in park probably wouldn't have been a bad idea. There's nothing wrong with jumping out the window once the vehicle is safely stopped so that the odds of you getting run over are next to nil. That might have been uh, an easy escape plan as well, because if you had the time to do that, I'm not sure how rolling the car running over yourself helped that deal. Luckily, it wasn't a spinal, dude. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the x ray Nirvana, it's heart-shaped box here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you and your family are freaking globetrotters. Mm. Have you ever heard of Inspirato? Inspirato. No. Uh, it is a travel brand, and they have been around for a little while, and they are offering a new service that they think people might be interested in. It's called the Inspirato Pass. Inspirato. Here's what it gets you. You give Inspirato $2,500 a month, right? A, a, wait, a, month. a month? Yes, that is correct. You give him $2,500 a month. Holy cow. What does that get you, though, Big J? Yeah. The question. Yeah, what does that get And me? the answer is unlimited access to a portfolio of vias and luxury hotel rooms across the world. Basically, in uh, several places in several countries across the globe, you are a, you have exclusive access to any of those villas that you want for any period of time that you want. 
And, uh, of course, this may come in a little bit more handy once coronavirus lockdowns are lifted. Because as a United States citizen, you cannot travel yeah, anywhere Yeah, we, we're right not now. allowed to... Can't go anywhere. Uh, you're we United can't even States. look you might at well Canada. Burn your passport. You can go to Canada as long as you're going to Alaska. That's the only time they'll let you in. That's it right now. But that's the only country you can go to. Uh, it's only as using it as like a thoroughfare to get to another part of the United States. But you can go to special private events like a weekend at the Sea Lazy Ranch, which is a favorite, uh, or some of the top camps in Botswana, several different high five-star hotels in Spain, in Italy, in France, in uh, Egypt, in uh, Canada, in Mexico, in all sorts of places. So it gets you uh, essentially any place you want to go, any country you want to go. It gets you unlimited hotel rooms and exclusive vistas there. And uh, according to the the pitch, you get a never-ending supply of incredible stays. So if you are retired or you have a ridiculous amount of money, this is a great opportunity for you to basically go wherever you want to go. And it's something that they first tried out towards the ass end of last year, and it was the idea of travel as a subscription. Uh, before then, they kind of operated as like a private club where like you contacted them, they help you book. It was like a travel agency, you know yeah. how that works. And they're now they're like, listen, we got all these connections, we got all these rooms, we got all these hookups. Why don't we just use this as like a subscription service, and then we're good to go. And they launched it, and of course, coronavirus came, and they've had it shut down. It's actually supposed to be a little more expensive. But if you enroll now during the coronavirus stuff, you could save yourself some significant amount of money if you plan on doing this for a long period of time. So that is something that is out there. But uh, if you are uh, thinking about it, doesn't it remind you a little bit of something from a business model standpoint? Like Movie Pass, maybe, Big J? Oh, yeah. And how it worked out for Movie Pass. I don't understand how this is sustainable uh, as uh, a business model. I never have. Uh, and there are some things that work and make sense, but things like this, it just seems like there's just no way it could possibly work out well for the company. Do you know what I mean? Right. Because, I mean, listen, let's say you spend uh, a month at, like, a ridiculously expensive spa or or, or a luxury resort. You think it's going to cost you more than 2500 bucks? Yeah, you would think so. Yeah, it will. And so they're banking on people doing, like, the lazy thing, kind of like MoviePass is doing, which was, yeah, you'll pay us 25 bucks a month, but you really only see one movie. And then there's people like, you don't understand Big J, I guess. He's going to three, four movies a week. I go to Thor Ragnarok four times. Even though you're not supposed to. You still find your ways around it. And that's what people will do. They'll find their ways around this stuff until the company becomes unprofitable and they have to shut their doors. And so I guess I'm telling you this because if you've got the money, take advantage while you can. This is probably a very good deal for consumers. Of course, you can't go anywhere now. But... It would be a very good deal for you to take advantage and you have the ability to do it while you can because I'm guessing that the Inspirato Pass will not be along very, around very long. God, you wonder what it's like to have 2500 indispensable dollars a month. I don't know. What's it like to have $2,500 a month, period? Tell me. That's great. Tell me. I miss it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your travel update in case you wanted one. Important stuff and pop culture smackdown on the way. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. It's amazing how big of a role siblings play in our lives. And you would think that once you hit adulthood and you have this kind of independence from them, that this connection, this this kind of influence stops. But according to the University of Cologne, it very much does not, especially when it comes to relationships. Researchers looked at data over the course of 32 years. 
and found that people are way more likely to get married, divorced, or become a parent if their siblings do it. Specifically, the younger ones in the group kind of mirror their older siblings. Researchers said an individual's propensity to marry increases significantly after a sibling's marriage and remains significant in the long term. The finding is in line with the idea that a sibling's entry into marrying may, marriage may exert pressure, especially through parents, to form some sort of family. And the same is true of divorce. If you saw one sibling get divorced, the others were more likely to get divorced or less likely to get married at all themselves because they already saw a sibling go through it and were like, I want to do that. Yeah. That's dumb. And so it is interesting to know that your siblings play a pretty big part in your relationships no matter how old you are. Adulthood, childhood, whatever. Your brothers and sisters play a big role in your lives, Big J. You should deal with that. And it's always good to have them. And it's probably always good to learn lessons from them. Right. Relationships or otherwise. And if you use somebody else that you're close with as like an example and go, that's something that's good to do or that's something that's terrible, I shouldn't do that. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just interesting that that data kind of holds true for so many people through such a long period of time, you know? We're all the same deep down inside, Big J. You understand? We're all human. Denver Nuggets beat the Utah Jazz by 10 last night. Utah leads that series still three games to two. Clippers over the Mavericks big last night. Clippers are up 3-2 to two in that series. Tampa Bay beat the Bruins in overtime 4-3. to three. That series is tied up at one game apiece. Canucks over the Knights 5-2 to two last night. That series is also tied up at one apiece. Going to be tough row, uh, tough row to hoe for the Portland Trailblazers as Damian Lillard, the Blazers' leading scorer, will have to miss Game 5 of the team's first round playoff series against the Lakers today with a sprained knee. The Trailblazers trail in that series 3-1 to one in the seven-game series. And if they lose tonight, they're done. But Lillard hurt his knee in the third quarter of Monday's game and he made an awkward landing. And so this could be the last game of the year for the Trailblazers. Probably will be Big J for peanuts. Yep. And so uh, it sucks to go out that way. Everybody was thinking that maybe the Blazers had a puncher's chance, but... Uh, it's been tough for them to pull off a win since game number one. It's credit to the Lakers for that, and it'll be even harder for Portland to win in game five tonight. Are you excited at all for the star-studded television adaptation of The Stand by Stephen King, Big J? Um, possibly. Tell will, me more. It will make its debut in winter. It's all about the apocalypse. Uh, it's based on Stephen King's 1978 novel. The novel is very, very good. The adaptations thus far, in my personal opinion, have been terrible. But it's got Whoopi Goldberg. It's got Alexander Skarsgård. It's got James Marsden. It's got Odessa Young. It's got Amber Heard. And it's basically all about... I mean, listen, and also it may be hit with bad timing because uh, I don't know... You, you never read The Stand? No. So it's all about a super plague that basically wipes out the population. And the world finds itself caught in the middle of a fight between good and evil. And it's all sorts of interesting things are drawn into it. It's very good. We'll see how they adapt it. But again, it will be on CBS All Access, too. And so we'll see if people are into it. Picard seems to be a pretty good hit. And people that have access to that may want to check it out. So December 17th is when it will premiere on CBS All Access. If you are interested in checking out how they adapt the 1978 novel to the small screen, miniseries style, this will be it. 
morning after with Nick and Big J. And up for grabs, here is a ticket to get you and a carload of your friends into the Caldwell Terrace drive-in in uh, Caldwell uh, as we uh, have Metallica playing S&M. Well, I guess it's not S&M too, but they're playing a concert, encore, night style. We'll get you tickets to that here if you can beat Nick and Pop Culture Smackdown. All right. All you have to do if you want to go on Saturday night to the Terrace Drive-In in Caldwell is get on the phone and beat me. It's been pretty easy this week. 208-287-1003 would be the phone number if you would like to attempt to do that to check out Metallica at the drive-in this Saturday. One on scissor phone. style. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Michael. All right, Michael. You're up first. Good luck. What does the S and M stand for in Metallica's S and M? Symphony. Yeah, and that's the S. Oh, Metallica. There you go. Right. Good job. Uh, Nick, Melissa McCarthy, star of movies like Heat and The Bridesmaids, uh, is cousins with another famous McCarthy. Who would it be? Jenny? Jenny McCarthy's correct. They're cousins, Nick. Identical. And you're fine. (laughs) <laughs> All right, uh, this actor was just 10 when he was left at home alone on Christmas in Home Alone. Um, Macaulay Culkin. Right. That is correct. Uh, Nick, which awards are bestowed annually by Michael Scott in the TV show The Office? Oh, I mean, I remember watching this episode, but what were they called? Uh, he went to a bar and handed them out. Um, uh, the Scotties? You're real close. Wrong. Do you know? Yeah, the Dundies. There you right. go. Oh, from Brooklyn. Dundies, the Dundies. It's well a clean done, sweep, dude. Good job. Good job. You earned it. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with that Listen, Caldwell you, drive. You got a test. question right today, Nick, so pat yourself on the back, <laughs> man. Uh, and it was just a blind guess, too. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown. Headlines be next. It's EX Rocks. Nick and Big J. And let's do some headlines. Easy money? That's too many, or we can't have nice things. We can't have nice things. A Kentucky man is accused of breaking Canada's coronavirus rules twice, and he could be forced to pay a $560,000 fine. Damn! Spend up to six months in prison or both. His name is John Pennington of Walton, Kentucky. He was initially fined $910. Why? Because, well, Big J, as we talked about earlier this morning, weirdly enough, uh, Canada has banned American citizens from visiting the country currently. Because America is a hotspot for the coronavirus, and much like pretty much every other country in the world, we are not allowed to go there right now. Uh, But the way it works is, if you're a United States citizen, you are allowed to go through Canada to visit Alaska. Yeah, we just talked about that in the story earlier. Correct. Uh, But... Uh, apparently, a lot of people are lying about that particular case just so they can go and hang out in Canada. And John is one of those people. See, uh, he was at the Banff Hotel in Ontario, and he was violating Alberta's coronavirus regulations, meaning he had to be everybody that's in Alaska, or in Alaska, everybody that's in Canada has to wear a mask at all times. John, being American, was like, I do what I want, and wasn't wearing a mask. So Royal Canadian Mounted Police... Corporal Tammy Keibel told him, listen, I understand that you're visiting here. 
just cool. If you're not going to wear a mask, stay in your hotel room and we'll be fine. And issued him a citation, just simply saying that you have to stay in your room if you're not going to wear a mask, right? The very next day, police spotted his car at a local tourist attraction, and there he was, hanging out, not wearing a mask again. And they're like, listen, man, we told you twice now. You had a rule to stay in your hotel room, and now you violated it, so now we got to place you under arrest. That hey. violated Canada's Quarantine Act. Big J, how many people would you guess they've arrested on Canada's Quarantine Act? Zero? This guy's the only one. The only one. The God. only dude. America. Is the guy from America that wouldn't listen to him, even though he was told twice not to do something, and he went ahead and did it anyway. Uh, Canada closed its borders March 21st. Two Americans to help slow the spread of coronavirus, and guess what? It worked over there. But uh, Pennington used that loophole to go to Alaska because he always wanted to visit to this part of Canada and decided he didn't want to wear a mask, despite all that stuff. So now he's facing half a million dollars in fines and maybe six months in prison, and we'll see what ends up happening. He's got to go to court in November. So what a treat. Way to go. Easy money or that's too many? That's too many. It's normal to ask for one vacuum cleaner on your wedding registry, right? I mean, you asked for a plunger. So nothing's really off the uh, the band list. But this is excessive. A couple from Austin, Texas has created a very niche niche wedding registry. They're asking only for vacuum cleaners. The bride-to-be, Meg Han, has put together the unique registry on their wedding planning platform, the Not Registry, to surprise her vacuum connoisseur fiancé, Brandon Armbuster. Armbuster says he loves the instant gratification he gets from vacuuming and always has since he's a child. So he's a weirdo, Big Jim. <laughs> He owns seven robot vacuums. He wants to keep his home free of dust and debris. He also has upwards of 60 regular stand-up vacuums. Now, Meg says the registry was originally created as a joke, but they don't want their friends to feel obligated to buy them vacuums, but they'll take as many as they want to get. The pair will be married in April of next year in Texas, so bring a vacuum, get in on the wedding, I guess. Jeez. Where do you put... I mean, vacuums take up space. Where do you go with all this stuff? Do you put them on display? Yeah, like, I'm going to use this one today. Yay. Yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. Uh, There's a lot of weird collections out there. I suppose I shouldn't be too surprised. And we'll wrap it up with easy money. If you want an easy way to make $1,000, Satellite Internet Provider Satellite Internet is offering to pay somebody $1,000 to digitally detox in nature with no electronic devices. The Salt Lake City-based company is randomly selecting one applicant for their digital detox challenge. They will get $1,000 for 48 hours of living out of the RV at a U.S. national park without any internet or phone service. Company will provide an internet hotspot at the end of the challenge for the winner to share details of their experience online. But the company says the contest is open to anybody over the age of 25 with a valid driver's license and eligibility to work in the United States. The winner will be announced on September 23rd. So how about it, Big J? 48 hours, no phone or internet? Yeah, that'd be fine. For 1000 bucks? Yeah. It's a good price. Not that difficult, right? I can't imagine it being that difficult. No, that's what I mean. Easy money. You could be able to do it now. I mean, you're doing me a favor. (laughs) Right, exactly. Oh, I get to unplug? But then again, I mean, when given the opportunity to do it, like, would you like to go camping for 48 hours, Big J? Sure. Would you? I thought you hated camping. What happened? Um, yeah, I do hate camping. So you really... You know, if I was at a cabin or something, cabin yeah. in the woods. No, you're not. You're not in a cabin. You're like uh, in a tent with no internet service or phone service. 
Still interested? Uh, no, I'd prefer to be in a cabin. Well, of course, everybody comfortable would prefer to be with TV. But that's not what camping is. Broadcast channels. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. Coming up in a few short minutes, some bad impressions as Metallica Week continues. Shine down Atlas Falls here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3. The X Rocks and Big J. Finally, there's a service out there for just straight up creeps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, maybe people have had a difficult time finding love. Uh, it, it's a new matchmaking app called 20 Dating, Nick. And it's touting itself as the world's first extreme age gap dating site and matches users with people 20 years younger or older than them. Photos are optional. Oh, thank God. Uh, listen, man. Like, I mean, if you're using online dating, that's cool. Uh, and if you happen to find somebody that is significantly older or younger than you just through happenstance, I guess I can't find fault in that. But, like, when you specifically search out somebody that's in a particular age bracket that is significantly younger or even significantly older than you, it's just creepy. Like, if you're 40 and go, I only want to date a 20-year-old, that's weird, man. It's weird. Here's the guy who put this together. He's he's designed a whole bunch of different dating apps. You want to hear these other ones? Yes. Uh, Butterfly. Now, that's a transgender dating app. Okay. Uh, and then... Uh, Not for Crazy Town fans? Right, no. And the other one is Big One. It's a site for men with large junk. <laughs> and Dinky One. <laughs> I'll let you... Figure out which one that's for. I'm guessing there's not a lot of ladies on that. They app. should have called it Micro One. <laughs> yeah, they might have could come into some sort of. So uh, yeah, the, currently on the 20 dating app, uh, the site is 66% male, 32% female. Crazy man. I mean, uh, just just crazy to me. It's only uh, a few hundred uh, users right now. But. I mean, we've talked about it before. I suppose it, whatever kind of weird ass fetish you have, there's a website out there for it. Whatever kind of weird ass people you want to find in the dating world, there's people, I guess, that are into the other side of it too. I suppose the uh, the the picture of the story, by the way, has next to it one Dennis Quaid. I suppose, or Sean Penn also qualifies yeah. these days. Uh, but again, I mean, maybe that's something that I, I can't fault something for for it organically happening. You know, there's nothing wrong with there being an age gap between people that are together as long as they're consenting adults. And this is something that just happened through time. I just feel like it just it just significantly increases the creep factor when you only look for somebody in a particular age bracket. It's just weird. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not it's different when you're looking for somebody in your age bracket. Because that's about commonality and things you might have in common and things you want to talk about. But if you, again, are 50 and go, I'm only dating somebody that's 30, that's just the way this is happening. You automatically just go, ooh, to me. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. It's weird. You're but right. It's there. What is it called again? Dating 20? 20. Uh, yep. There you go. Dating 20. Download the app today. Morning After with Nick no, and Big it. J. Well, then download the X app today. Please. Uh, no dating on there, right? That's dating free as of right now? So far, so far, we're working Randy on it. hasn't approved that <laughs> we're working on operation it. yet. Bad impressions are next to the X Rock. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, and and we got some Metallica here for you. S and M two coming out Friday, Nick, and uh, we have for you here the Blu-ray, right? Yeah, the movie. So, uh, I tell you what, right now, uh, it, it the the sound is impeccable. They went to so much 
difficulty in recording the sound uh, at, at these shows that they did. And the Blu-ray, they, they, they go between, you know, the first day performance and the second day performance that they had out there at the Chase Center in uh, San Francisco. And it's going to be amazing. And it's all yours. If you want it for free, you got to get on the phone. 208-287-1003, all part of Metallica Week. If you make it happen, Big J's got three clues that all points to somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, a Blu-ray is coming to you. Good morning, The X. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? Great. How are you guys? We're hanging in there. We're hanging in there. You're up first. Good luck. Here's Big J. I'm not afraid to reference my height in my stand-up act. I get it. I'm short. I know I have two more clues, but is it Kevin Hart? It is Kevin Hart. Oh, yes. Man. Right off the well, bat. Well done. Congratulations. Let's get you that Blu-ray. Hang on one second. We'll get some info from you. Uh, clues two and three, four, five. I love doing movies with my best buddy, The Rock, like Central Intelligence Agency and the Jumanji movies, and I just finished up Die Hard series on Quibi. And why is Kevin Hart in the news? Uh, listen, Kevin Hart, he just came out and said, you know, uh, I had COVID uh, early in, in April, actually, the same time somebody else did. And he didn't want to detract from uh, what was going on or steal any limelight. I don't know what the uh, real reason was there, but he didn't come out after Tom Hanks had uh, come out with COVID. But uh, he had it earlier in the year and uh, breezed through it. Nice. Well, I'm glad he's better. So you and so, Kevin Hart have got something in common. Well, you love The Rock and you had COVID. So that's two things in common. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad, man. Uh, glad he's all right. Uh, did you see the other story where people were, uh, there was some sort of weird story uh, that NBC News is linked with the wrong picture attached with Kevin Hart showing? And he wasn't very happy about it. Well, I mean, it, it was one of those deals where it was, um, you know, people wanted to put it off as racist. But Facebook is, is weird sometimes with their algorithms with what they post. And Kevin Hart was actually on that same page as the story, but as a video attachment because of this coronavirus yeah. story. And so Facebook was defaulting to that video image for some reason because it does that sometimes. Like if you have multiple pictures on a post, sometimes Facebook just chooses one that you don't want it to be. I mean, that does not an excuse. NBC still should have saw that and was yeah. like, hey, that's not a good idea. It's not cool. No, but they posted it anyway. But uh, I know there's plenty of times where I was posting something on like the ex-Facebook page. And I'm like, why can't I change this picture? It's dumb. But either way, happy that Kevin Smith is feeling better. Kevin you, Hart. Seven, Kevin you Hart. Mean, you mean Kevin Hart. I did. Uh, what, uh, have you done any of this Quibi stuff at all? No, because like I said, I'm not going to watch something on my phone. So it doesn't matter. I'm not going to watch a TV series on my phone. It's just, and especially if that's the only place you're going to want people to take in your media, I'm not doing it. But even if it's short? Nope. Okay. So I would love to see some of these because I've seen the promos for them, but I'm but not like, doing it. Do you it. watch like YouTube videos on your phone ever? Mm, sometimes, but okay. I prefer not to. Well, of course, nobody prefers to watch. There you go. On their that's phone. the whole point. I prefer not to watch something on my tiny phone, even though it's not tiny. It isn't. It's, it is about it's twice the size. It's compared to my 75-inch TV. Well, uh, I don't think Quibi is going to be long very much longer, so you don't have to worry about that. It won't be a problem for you at all. Good. Morning After with Nick and Big Take J. Quibi. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. That is Pop Evil. That is work. And that is wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J on this Wednesday, the 26th day of August. Thanks for hanging out with us. Big J did recommend that you check out the movie Trumbo. It was part of Streaming Dumbass. It's Big J approved, and it is streaming now on Netflix. You can check it out if you like. We had a chance to celebrate Tyler Tyler Connolly's birthday today, as well as Big J's birthday today. Happy birthday once again, my friend. Thanks, man. Happy 49th. Hopefully, it's no, a no, good no, one. 44th. Happy 44th. Hopefully, it's a good one. 
and you're enjoying yourself and your family today. That's what it's all about. And, of course, we gave away some Metallica stuff today, which we will continue to do tomorrow, including an upgrade in our Metallica S&M 2 package to a vinyl set, Big J. S&M 2 on vinyl for somebody tomorrow. And another shot at the Terrace Drive-In in Caldwell to check them out Saturday, drive-in style with three days grace. That leaves you with the floor, birthday boy. Yeah, you know what? Uh, it didn't plan on a big uh, birthday party this year anyways, but next year, Nick, I got an idea. For 45? Yeah, uh, and it's going to t- take place maybe at, uh, you know, the Independence Indoor Shooting Range. We're only going to shoot 45 caliber uh, weapons. Okay. And only song that we played on a loop is 45 from Shinedown. That might not have the uh, the theme that you're you're going for with a birthday party. Well, we'll see how this rest of this year works out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. All right, man. I mean, it is your birthday. I'm not trying Maybe to... Maybe shoot a Tommy gun and make people parade. say happy birthday <laughs> with their bullseyes maybe maybe either way looking forward to next year then morning after when nick and big j jason drew's up next we'll see you tomorrow it's the x rock